Hi again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 538. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will show you how at the end of the program. Uh, please specify whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're both free, including the postage and handling. I've got some very strong scriptures for you this evening. We've got letters. Uh, we've got music. And who knows what else the Lord is going to give you. Uh, us this evening because I'm going to pray now that Father you give us what it is that you want for everyone to hear let be directly from you Father in the mighty name of Jesus that souls may be saved and the uh, church the true body of Christ I'm not talking about denominations Lord I'm talking about your body the new Jerusalem the actual bride of Christ, which are perfect, all of them are perfect. Every one of them, or they will not be your wife. You're not going to have a sinful bride. You're not going to have a sinful marriage at the marriage supper of the Lamb. You're going to have a uh, bride that is perfect and holy and clean. And the Bible says that she's dressed in white linen. Uh, spotless, without spot or blemish. Lord God, we ask that you open everyone's minds, their hearts, and their spirits to receive that sort of spirit to where they will be determined, have the determination to be the kind of bride or the part of the bride, Lord, that is uh, that you'll be wed to. Lord, in Jesus' name, and I ask... Uh, let everybody say amen. Amen. All right. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> now then, by request, I believe that we did this a few days ago, but uh, we have people here that overwhelmed us with their request. And it's myself singing, I believe. Still be heard. 
Every time I hear a newborn baby cry or touch a leaf or see the sky, then I know why. I believe. beautiful choir and orchestra we had back then. It almost makes me weep uh, right now to know that so many of them fell away from the Lord because they were not determined to serve the Lord. A little bit of persecution came, and uh, I would say about 90% of them fell away from the Lord. You know that God is not the God of confusion, the Bible says, uh, but a God of perfect peace and the sound mind that's in first corinthians chapter 14 verse 33 it also tells us god did not give us a spirit that makes us afraid if you're afraid well then that isn't the spirit of the lord in you but a spirit of power god does not give us the spirit that makes us afraid but a spirit of power and love and self-control that's 2 Timothy 1.7. Where jealousy and selfishness are, there will be uh, confusion and every kind of evil. But the wisdom that comes from God is first of all peace, then peaceful, gentle, and easy to please. This wisdom is always ready to help those who are troubled and to do good for others. It is always fair and honest. People who work for peace in a peaceful way plant a good crop of right living. That's James 3. 16 and 18 now but the bible does tell us that when people are preaching peace and safety according to the ways of the world that this uh is uh, then comes sudden destruction because um those who work for peace that means to have peace with god and people today are not working to have peace with god they're working totally against god so that god's Peace does not appear, but his wrath. You can see his wrath being poured out on all the world at this moment. You know, it's so nice to hear the pleasing words of God that um, will help you if you. But it's all. But it always has an if with it. I am your friend, Jesus said, not to all of you, but if all those of you that keep my commandments. The Lord God helps me, so I will not be ashamed. I will be determined. We did a whole message on determination. For without determination to do the things that the Lord wants us to do, that there's no possible way that you're going to do them. And I know I will not be disgraced. 
My friends, do not be surprised at the terrible trouble which now comes to uh, test you. Do not think that something strange is happening to you. In other words, don't think it's a common thing for uh, evil things to come uh, to you. Don't think that it's something strange because it's uh, the commonplace to those that are keeping the commandments of the Lord. So don't think uh, that something strange is happening to you. If it were strange, if I would be, if Jesus said, hey, <clears throat> nothing bad is going to happen to you. But the Lord says that uh, we will, all those that live godly in Christ Jesus, shall have all these things happen to them. So, uh, so it comes to uh, test you. These are uh, the Lord allows uh, tests. To, he doesn't tempt you, but he uh, will test you. Do not drink. Uh, uh, you know, the Bible says uh, that you can uh, drink all kinds of uh, poison and nothing will happen to you. Well, we're living in a day right now where everything is poisoned. You know, what is there left to eat anyway? So the Lord says it will not hurt you, but if you pray over it, amen? Yeah. Lord, cleanse everything that I'm eating and doing. So don't put it in your mind that something strange is happening to you, but be happy that you uh, are sharing in Christ's sufferings so that you will be happy and full of joy when Christ comes again in glory and you'll meet him in the sky. Isn't that good news for modern man? Huh? Praise the Lord. Now then, but God, you will bring down the wicked to the grave. Murderers and, uh, you know, there's so many murders in the world now that murder their own children. This is what they were doing in uh, Germany. This is what they were doing uh, in Egypt. They were murdering their little children. And that's why the Lord destroyed Egypt. And that's what they were doing in the Promised Land. And that's why the Lord had them, uh, the Jews, his chosen people, go in and kill them. Now, killing and murdering is some, something completely different. So, uh, murdering someone is uh, like you're planning to kill them and they're innocent. They don't deserve to be killed or murdered. Murderers and liars will live only half a lifetime, but I will trust in you, Father God. When you pass through the waters, well, that was uh, Psalm 55, 23. Uh, when you pass through the waters... I will be with you. And then this is all kinds of troubles. And when it was talking about confusion is of the devil, well, that's why the whole world is confused, because people are listening to Satan. I think that was the first one that I read. Amen. Let's see. We go back to that one. As God did not give us a spirit that makes us afraid. And our... Uh, but a spirit of power and love and self-control. Uh, God is not the God of confusion, but of perfect peace and a sound mind. But the whole world is in confusion. 
people wake up today and they don't know what might happen to them because everything is so confusing and that's what the Satan has been sent down to earth and he's full of wrath because he knows that his time is uh, near it's a very short time that he has left and when the Lord says a short time or long time he means exactly what he's saying so and it says that everything would be crazy the Lord says that everything would be crazy in the last days because it's Satan he's a confusion and nobody has peace anymore all peace has been taken off of the face of the earth so even people that are acting as though they have peace they're crazy except uh, if you meet somebody that's really saved they say that we're crazy because we have such perfect peace in a sound mind. So where jealousy and selfishness are, there will be a confusion. But God, you will bring down the wicked to the grave. Murderers and liars will live only half a lifetime. But I will trust in you, Lord. Now, you want to know where that is? That's Psalms 55:23. I said that already. When you pass through the water, the waters of this life, I will be with you. When you cross rivers, you will not drown. Isn't that a good promise to those that love the Lord? Yeah. When uh, you walk through fire, you will not be burned. Don't try that at all because that would be testing, uh, tempting the Lord. There's enough fires and waters and rivers and all these things that's going to happen to a person that's filled with the Spirit, walking in the Lord, washing the blood of Jesus. So you won't be burned, nor will the uh, flames hurt you. These are great promises from the Lord. He gives strength to those who are tired and more power to those who are weak. Are you tired today? Uh, well, I was uh, yesterday and the day before, but now I've got the power. <laughs> That's how I know that the word of the Lord is um, very, very true. Amen? Yeah. All right. Well, we have some letters today. Some people that have received literature or whatever, they've heard the radio broadcast. Uh, where's the first one from, Sharon? This is a report from Spira, Oklahoma. Oh, see, we have these uh, witnessing crews go out to uh, rest homes where nobody uh, hardly ever visits these old folks. And we bring them candy and fruit. Some of them don't want any fruit, but they want candy. You know, they... Uh, they have a sweet tooth, so to speak. And so we bring them candy. And um, the nurses there say that's all right. And so we do that. And uh, let's hear what the, the one of the sisters has to report at this particular rest home. You know, people should visit those rest homes, bring them a piece of fruit or something because they love presents. And many times their own children don't visit them. Uh, they don't, uh, they just feel like we've raised our kids. We went through all many trials and tribulations with them, and now they don't even come and visit us. They treat us like we're an 
an old Pepsi or Coca-Cola can that's uh, just garbage now. That's not the way to treat your parents. Um, you're supposed to uh, visit them at, uh, at the very least and bring them and comfort them and uh, visit them if you can every day. And if you can't, at least send letters to them. It's, uh, it's lonesome. But let me hear this report. Every uh, restaurant, we, and those people, those old people have got many tales uh, or, or they've had experiences with the Lord and it's really edifying. That's how we receive that uh, piece of literature from uh, Bessie. She was in a rest home in Chicago and our boys were there visiting and uh, she, she, they were walking down the hall to go to the different rooms and she said, boys, and they said, yes, ma'am. She said, can I tell you my testimony? Are you Christians? Yes, ma'am, we are. Can I tell you my testimony? So they said, sure. And she was an old lady. And so I told them to go back and tape that same testimony so I can put it out on a piece of literature. This goes back maybe 30 years ago. And now that she's gone to be with the Lord, this piece of literature called That's What It's All About, Pessy, uh, is a, a piece of literature that uh, goes out all over the world. And many people have been saved from it. Okay, so th there's a good testimony in this piece of uh, this report here, too, I believe. Is that the one? Yes, sir. Okay, let's hear it. We had a very successful visit. We held a service there in a meeting room where about 25 of the residents attended with songs, testimonies, and a message giving glo given glorifying God. Almost all the folks prayed through the sinner's prayer, raising their hands. They all responded to receiving the literature and thanked us for the fruit and candy, saying, that's for me. Thank you so much. The activities director said It's just amazing, you know, some of these people have sent their kids to the universities which is the worst thing that you could do. And uh, then they haven't had anything for so long, and when they get a little piece of candy or a piece of fruit, they say, that's for me? Nobody's given them anything for years. And it's just, uh, I mean, it just makes you despise people like that, okay? And the Lord said, inasmuch as you visited me when I was in a rest home, hospital, or prison, You've done it unto me, but if you didn't do it, you did not do it unto me. And he sends those sort of people to hell. So, you know, you think that you're foot loose and fancy free, but the Lord wants to bridle you, wants to harness you and have you do what he tells you to do. That's your mother and your dad and your loved ones that are in those places. Okay, go ahead. The activities director said she had known the Alamo ministry from when it was in the Mulberry area. Well, this is going back um, over mm, 25 years ago, 30 years ago. But we've been in the ministry going on 44 years now. I have. And then Sue was in the ministry 25 years before me. Then what? She and they all want us to come back again. We went from room to room visiting after the service to visit with those who could not attend. And one younger woman, Joanne, who had had a stroke, was prayed through and was eager to receive the gospel literature and radio flyer. There was an old veteran who at the service had been singing along with every song with all his heart. Afterward, he said he hadn't heard where the healing waters flow in a very long time. 
He said he loved it and told us that when he was 11 years old, a guardian angel had come to him when he was just about to put his hand on a live telephone wire that would have killed him. But this angel violently slapped his hand away from the wire. He believes it was a guardian angel and that he would be dead if it had not been for this angel. I believe it too. I've uh, had many experiences uh, that were life-threatening as well, not with wires, so that I know of. Okay, then what? He was thrilled to have us come there. Another man wasn't able to raise his hands up at all, but after saying the sinner's prayer, he was raising his hands all the way up. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And then you have another one. Yes. From Kenya. Kenya, Africa. Okay. Let's hear it. Dear Pastor Tony, <clears throat> I greet you in the name of our living Christ. How are you? I hope you're faring on well. On my side, I'm doing very well, very fine. It is both my joy and pleasure to jot this letter to you. Pastor, I'm very sorry that I have taken so long to reply to you after you sent me your literature. I thank you so much for what you've done for my soul through your literature. Your literature has actually blessed my friends also. They are happy about your work and they appreciate your support. They are asking me for more literature from you. Pastor, believe me that most of my friends have been like you as described in the literature called Dry Bones. But this piece of literature has helped them to change their lives, and now they have moved to salvation, praise God. They are now aware of heaven and hell, and they now know where they are going. Brother, I think it would be wise if you could supply them with your King James Version Bibles so as to supplement their faith in Christ. Please, it would be for just seven friends of mine. I hope it's not going to be too much for you. I'm no, it's not too much. We just, uh, I just had another tractor trailer and a half of King James Version Bibles uh, printed up. And we have uh, plenty of them, so don't be afraid to ask, all right? The Bible says ask and you'll receive for sure. All right, then what? I also am willing to have one if possible. Oh, it's possible. You're going to get one, all right? Praise the Lord. Anyway. Please remember me in your prayers. Thank you so much, and let God's peace and prosperity be upon you and your ministry. I'm looking forward to hearing from you soon. Yours in Christ, Priska Sharinga from Kakamega, Kenya. Praise the Lord. Now, a lot of people may think that I'm going on the lighter side today, um, but uh, I'm going to talk about things that are in the Bible. And, uh, you know, most people don't talk about these things, but you really, if you want to know the Lord, you have to talk about uh, things that are in the Bible. The Bible talks about that there's victory through the use of musical instruments. Isn't that something? Doesn't uh, it say that? Well, uh, people probably don't know where it talks about that, but I'm going to explain a little bit. Uh, it's uh, wonderful, as I stated, uh, to give glory to the Lord. So when you sing praises unto him aloud, he sends his angels down because your singing reminds them of the kingdom of heaven because there's music going there all the time. Amen? Amen. And the music there is a lot more beautiful than it is down here. So through the use of musical instruments, uh, it does the same thing as well as singing. Musical instruments are mentioned all throughout the entire Bible, from Genesis to Revelation. They played a very important part in the worship 
and social life of the people of the Bible. We know that Satan was using musical instruments in the kingdom of heaven before he was Satan. Uh, that is, when he was uh, named Lucifer. But the first mention of instruments in this world was in Genesis chapter 4, verse 21, where it states that, and you can look it up right now so you can read it, uh, where it states that Joel, Jubal rather, was the father, quote, was the father of all such is uh, handled the harp and organ, unquote. Uh, you want to read that? And his brother's name was Jubal. He was the father of all such as handle the harp and organ. Wow. Now, Jubal, like Enoch, was the seventh from Adam. That's amazing, because my boy was born uh, almost this, exactly the same day, just a couple hours before, or another person in this church's son was born. And your sons and daughters are born, many of them, thousands, hundreds, thousands, maybe at the same day, and very close to the same hour, maybe the same hour. So Jubal, like Enoch, was the seventh uh, from Adam. But he was, Jubal was from the side of Cain. You've got Cain and Seth. Um... There was um, Cain and Abel, uh, and uh, Cain had children, and then Seth had children. So Juba was from the side of Cain, uh, Cain and Cain, Cain's line of people, and Enoch was from the line of Seth. The word fathers, father, quote father, is Ab, A-B. In Hebrew, that's what it is. Ab, that's father. But it also states Abba. It's either A-B, you can say Ab, or A-B-A in Hebrew. Uh, in Hebrew, it's Ab. Some people write it Abba. That's what it is in the King James Version, right? Yes. And you're Hebrew, uh, aren't you, Hebrew? Your mother's Hebrew and your dad is Hebrew? Yes. And you know it to be Ab or Abba? Abba. Abba? Well, but, you know, it. if you check uh, really close, you'll see that it's Ab also. Yes. But it's uh, Ab. Or you could say Abba. That's all right. Either way, it means father or chief or forefather or patrimony, uh, the principal one, etc. That means that Jubal was more or less the inventor, the teacher, the musician, etc. of musical instruments. More than one instrument is mentioned, so he must have been very gifted musically in many ways. He was living during the time of Enoch, when there was a real moving of the Holy Spirit of God. Quote, then began men to call upon the name of the Lord. 
unquote. Around this time could indicate that there was a spiritual uh, renaissance, even in the line, line of Cain. It was, after all, you know, uh, his uh, father, Cain, was a um, sinner, and there's all sorts of sinners on the earth today, including uh, before I was saved, I was the sinner. Uh, I am a former sinner. I'm not a sinner anymore. I'm a former sinner saved by the power of God because grace is power, God's power. This would mean that there could easily have been an awakening of the gifts of the uh, arts uh, as took place in Italy. Now, the Italians are the very best artists in the world. Uh, no one, I don't think, will dispute that. They are the best uh, clothing manufacturers. When I was in Rome and all throughout Italy, uh, Venice, and in other areas, I mean, the, the sweaters that they make there are incredible. Some of them go up to $2,500 a piece. People haven't seen anything like that. All they know primarily today is Walmart. You go down there and get one for two ninety-eight or $5 or something like that. But these sweaters that they have over there are absolutely incredible. The boots, the shoes, uh, every kind of garment that they have is the very, very best on the face of this earth. And their artistic ability is uh, magnificent. So in Italy and the Western world, Europe between 1400 and 1600, a renaissance such as this one began with the uh, religious awakening. Now the renaissance period of time uh, was when France, uh, that they were said to have been the great artists and everything, but everything that the French did, they ripped the Italians off. <laughs> the French really didn't have anything to speak of. So the Renaissance, such as this one, began with the religious awakening through the preaching of big-time preachers. A lot of people think that Martin Luther back then was a big-time preacher, but I've searched him out and seen a lot of uh, heresy in his teaching, no doubt. There were many others that uh, seemed to be responsible, but more of them impressed me that, uh, that didn't impress me that much at all. But there were many that were preaching and they were uh, responsible for the beautiful, magnificent revival of the arts which followed. If this was true in the Middle Ages, then it could also have happened in the days of Jubal, the musician. Remember, Enoch was a mighty prophet of the Lord, and his prophecies are supernatural uh, experiences. 
Now, what I mean by supernatural, of course, we are all natural people uh, before we're saved. So when we become born again of the Spirit, we become supernatural. That's what natural, supernatural means, is that you are a natural human being, but after you become, the Spirit of God is, enters into you, then you become super natural. You both, you're God men and God women. Amen? Amen. But a lot of people don't realize that they are uh, supernatural. They say, well, I look at my skin, I look the same. I look at my, I look the same, I feel, you know, I feel different, but they forget that they're supernatural and therefore their faith is not built enough for them to be able to do the things that the Lord says that we are able to do by having faith. Uh, we can because we, if we have faith, only if we have faith, do the supernatural. We're natural people, but the Spirit of God makes us supernatural. Amen? Amen. Well, that's a revelation in Amen. itself, isn't it? Amen. We could all go home right now because that's a, the highlight, possibly, of this message for you if you never brought that to your realization. But the Lord is, says, says that we can speak to a mountain if we have the faith, the supernatural faith of a grain of mustard seed. We can look at a mountain and say, be thou removed. Amen? Amen. And some people can't even move themselves off of their feet to get anything done during the day because there's always some kind of discouragement that comes into their life or some kind of, oh, we're going to be attacked or we're going to be destroyed, which is totally false if you believe in God. These things are not going to happen to you. Yeah, we just heard that you can be crossing a river and you will not drown. Amen? Amen. Amen. If you believe in the Lord. So, uh, well, we were all natural until we became spiritual, which causes us to be supernatural beings. We're natural, but we're also super. When people get used, and we're super because the super God with the, Jesus, with his Father by the Spirit, live in us. And if they're, if you don't believe yourself to be super, uh, by virtue of the Lord, the whole Godhead living in you, then there's something wrong with you. You've been missing the mark. Uh, you really need to believe who you are in order for you to be able to expand uh, the horizon, to the horizons that the Lord wants you to expand to. And uh, so therefore, uh, one should never be discouraged. I mean, if you knew you, you know, you'd be, have this uh, character in comic books, Superman. Why, well, he was never discouraged. He just didn't want anybody to know who he was. So he'd take his glasses off and go into a phone booth and, you know, take his street clothes off. And right under there was this big S. Superman. Well, we're uh, more powerful than Superman. 
that is in the comics. Amen. Amen. We, we also, by the Spirit, can fly. We fly up to the throne of God and we sit there with him and uh, with Christ, which causes us to be supernatural beings. When people get used to living around us after we've been natural, all of our lives uh, we've been natural, and therefore our mother, our father, sisters, brothers, and so on, uh, when we get saved, they just can't see us that we're super anymore because they just look at us and we look the same and we uh, act differently, but they think that maybe we are a little bit touched now. It just seems incredible. People think we're so incredible because we're now supernatural. The entire music industry thought I went crazy when I accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. And there's no way that I could help it because he's scared. He, like, put the fear of God in me because I knew that he was capable of pulling my breath out just as though... Uh, and, you know, if people get tired of my testimony, I don't care. Do <laughs> you know that I don't care what people think? Mm -hmm. Because uh, people, to me, uh, that think I'm natural and that they don't want to hear that same old testimony over and over again, I can't change my testimony to please you. Uh, and, but uh, it got my soul saved, and I was so drenched into the sinful world that then no one could believe that I was saved. They just thought I'd flipped out. So the, um, I met Sue, and then Sue um, told me uh, we got married because the Lord put us together through a vision, signs and wonders. And uh, when that happened, Sue told me to do another promo because they didn't know, a lot of people didn't know that we were married. And she says, Tony, the whole industry thinks you're crazy. So uh, an opera singer in Las Vegas, Norman Kay is still alive. He's still one of my very best friends. He owns Norman Kay Realty there. His son now handles it for him because that's been years ago. Almost 44 years ago, he brought this uh, opera singer to me, and he had the most fantastic opera voice. And you've heard him on my program. I've played uh, him. He's on RCA Victor. He's dead now because I told him not to drink any longer. Don't get hooked up with Frank Sinatra and all those people out there because they'll get him boozing, and he won't live long. God will take his life, and I did everything in my power to get him to sing gospel and he did sing um uh the lord's prayer and some other songs but um, primarily secular songs that don't have any meaning to them really at all uh and uh, so i did the promotion she i didn't want to and she said do it because people think you're crazy within 90 days he was working in a lumber yard and in 90 days i had him the star of the Casino de Paris at the Dunes Hotel in Las Vegas, which was the, one of the number one hotels there in Las Vegas at that time. And he was the star of a cast of 100 people that were imported from Paris. They were imported from Maxime's, which is the number one place in Paris. And they had the Can-Can girls and all that, and they just put out... 
They spent a million dollars a month on him back then, a million men to a million. And um, so just to prove to people that I'm not crazy. And I did it in 90 days. I actually, it was so haughty back then that I said, you could blindfold me and spin me around and round in a crowd. And I could spit on you. And whoever the spit lands on, I could make a star within 90 days. Okay. That's how really good I was at promo. All right. And I haven't gotten, um, I haven't lost that ability now. As a matter of fact, I'm older and wiser, and now I'm super, really supernatural because I've studied the Bible and I have a lot more faith now. And faith comes by reading and hearing. We get uh, the same amount of faith. The Lord gives us a little start of faith. And then after that, um, we uh, get more faith. Our faith grows and grows as we study the Bible. That little bit of faith that you just received when you first got saved is just a little starter kit. I used to joke around with Mr. T. He had all this gold around his neck and everything, and I had a couple of uh, coins and little things on my neck, and he said, what you got on there? I said, this is a Mr. T starter kit. <laughs> he thought that was funny. All right, so um, now we're supernatural. We are natural, but we've got the super spirit, super duper spirit of the Lord God in us. Amen? Amen. We're also natural, but we're super because we have the spirit of God in us. These uh, supernatural experiences with God would have affected all of the then known world. The book of Enoch mentioned in the book of Jude, which is in the Bible, the New Testament, and other places in the Bible, uh, was lost in almost total obscurity from shortly after the time of the writing of the New Testament until the year 1773, when the Scottish explorer James Bruce discovered it in the part of northern Africa, which is now called Ethiopia. It used to be called Ethiopia back then as well. Many great ancient mystical writings are still hidden in the mountain caves of the world, such as the one Qumran, Q-U-M-R-A-N, where the Dead Sea Scrolls were only recently discovered, but Sue and I never received the Dead Sea Scrolls as being scriptural. The book of Enoch is uh, is uh, definitely supernatural. It's definitely of the Lord. It's a tremendously interesting and soul-stirring and soul-building, um, actually spirit-building book, which I feel needs to be uh, studied studied greatly, and I have studied it. we got to look into all these books. In other words, read again and again. God is preparing to translate a company of people off the earth just like he did Enoch. But, uh, you know, if uh, a lot of people think that that was so strange when I went by a graveyard and I asked the Lord, how many people in that graveyard? It was a large graveyard were actually saved. And he said, 
one. But uh, some people say, well, wow, that's unbelievable. Look at the days of Noah. There was like hundreds of millions of people on the earth, and there was only eight people saved, eight out of the entire earth. So that's how strict the word of God is. And since Christ came, we still have to believe in the law, the moral law of God, and we have to live according to the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. But there could have been relationships and communications between the two family lines of Cain and Abel. Because after all, any sinner has the possibility of being saved because God is merciful. But if you get saved and after salvation you want to uh, you taste the good word of the Lord, you taste the Holy Spirit, you taste uh, of the way that he blesses you when you do what he says, and then you prefer to go back into the world uh, of Cain uh, or uh, the first Adam, and you leave the last Adam. Um, this is uh, indicated, uh, well, but it is then you're lost, you can't be saved again because you've chosen to live a life of sin. Uh, now, this is indicated by the fact that Jubal's father was Lamesh, and Enoch's grandson, uh, grandson's name was also Lamesh. So they admired one another back then, just like uh, some people they, uh, that are Christians, they uh, worship different rock and roll artists, or these rock and roll supposed to be Christian bands. And so it just goes to show that people are the same today as they were back then. This shows that there could very well have been admiration and respect for each other if a one was named after the other, just because Jubal came from Cain's line it's not proof that Jubal was an evil person. If he believed in the word of God, he was all right. He saved a sinner that received salvation. In other words, if he believed that the Lord God was going to come back to earth, as it says in the book of Adam and Eve, that he's, God told them that he's coming back to earth, coming to earth to give everyone another chance in a... Uh, natural body but he would be supernatural he would be the messiah the son of the living god so if that be the case that jubal believed that well then uh, uh he was not an evil person because he repented as some would le uh, let you uh, uh tell you or uh like all of us to think or believe that therefore every invention of his was evil and so musical instruments of the devil uh, are, are of the quote of the devil supposedly if you will remember jubal's brother jabel was the father of such as dwell in tents and if uh, such as had cattle this means that he was a shepherd must we believe that all the people who were shepherds and dwell in tents are evil only because Jubal was from the line of Cain? We have to look at this reasonably. 
It is not the musical instrument that is evil. It is what is done with the musical instrument that is evil. If it is played under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, it is a blessing from the Lord. Uh, whether it be in the temple or out on the open field or out on the streets, if it is uh, played under the influence of drugs or alcohol, lust and greed, or the men trying to impress the women uh, to be worshipped or to be played for money or for recognition to impress the opposite sex, it is also evil no matter where it is played. Now, everybody, you know, like I'm well-schooled in the spirit of the Lord, and I know the spirit of God and the spirit of Satan, I, even in music, okay? And I believe everybody else does, but the devil gets a hold of people through music, and the Lord gets a hold of people by uh, Holy Spirit-anointed music. The name Jubal means... Uh, stream, river, basin, uh, cultural world, uh, hall, sound of trumpet, trumpet player, musician, lyre player. I believe that Jubal must have had a great conservatory of music under his uh, discretion. The instruments of the Bible can be divided into three different categories or groups number one stringed instruments the harp or the lyre psaltery sackbut uh, lute uh, getev or we call it the guitar today uh, number two instruments of uh, percussion the timbrel which is a form of a tambourine drum or tope, T-O-P-H. Of this, there were many varieties, just like there were varieties of the harp. But I'm going to continue with this bell symbols uh, cistern, uh, translated as uh, cornets in Second Samuel chapter six, verse five, and the triangle. But I have to continue on with this tomorrow because my time is up. And so everything today, God gives people talents. Some people use them for the Lord, and some people, because uh, they seek the Lord, and some people use them for Satan because they seek Satan. You see all these people that Satan has, <clears throat> that use music satanically, so many of them have committed suicide. We still have a long list of those people that have done that. And uh, but right now we have to think about your soul, uh, where everyone's soul is going, either to heaven or hell. And but you're the one that has to choose that because we're all accountable. We're all going to stand before the judgment bar of God or the mercy seat of Christ if we're saved. So uh, the Lord tells us for to call on Him and He'll hear you and answer you and show you great and mighty things. Do you want to be natural all the rest of your life, or do you want to be supernatural and have the Lord in you? If you want to be supernatural, then say this prayer. 
Father, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, and I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe, Lord God, that you raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. Open the door of my heart. I invite you into it, Lord Jesus. Wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul. I know because your word, which is spirit and life, tells me so. Therefore, I know that you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know that I'm saved, and I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Now, just praise and thank the Lord, and continue praising and thanking him, and read the King James Version of the Bible. If you want to move into the church, we have facilities here. It's free of charge. We don't charge you for anything. Uh, and so, Sharon, tell everyone how they can receive a copy of this program, number 538. It's free of charge. Please specify whether you want a CD or an audio tape. Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505, or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370, or fax to area code 479 782 7406. Right, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo saying tune in tomorrow for the continuation of this message and more. Uh, right, I'm sure a lot of you have heard of the Marx Brothers. They were a comedy uh, out of four people, uh, brothers. And one of them was named Harpo, and it's because he played the harp very well. And he wrote a song that is absolutely beautiful, and Mario Lanza sang it. It's called, uh, he was not too good looking of a guy, and I don't think that he had many uh, people that cared about him. And the Lord, uh, for this actual reason, came sent guardian angels to him at nighttime. This is called, uh, Harper wrote this song called Guardian Angels, and here's Mario Lanza to sing it for you.
guardian angels around my bed Standing by till I rise There's one with shining wings who holds my hand And shows me Shows me. 